Not a Breed, the only official Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka You Better Know When to Hold Em, Know When to Fold Em, Know When to Walk Away, and Know When to Run. I'm Argyle, and Dark Magician Girl is real. She's strong. She's my girlfriend. Uh, I'm Dan, aka Dark Magician Girl Boss. Great. Ah, <laughs> Dark Magician Girl, Dark Magician Gatekeep. There, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, we've only got three this week, folks. Yeah. Uh, people busy with other other shit. Doesn't matter. They're they're lame. We're not. So, We're too cool for school. What 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 do we th- what do we think of this this week about these uh, episodes that we watched? Given given what we have come off of, these are extremely normie core episodes. This yeah. Was- yeah yeah these these are some some real just like uh, filler like hey we need to relax for like thirty minutes type episodes. This, yeah, and yeah. the second episode is especially that way. But it is buck wild to say that about the first episode where there's a literal like card ghost. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I liked I liked the first one for the most part. It uh, the second one was a little weird, but I'm glad that we've got some duels with women in them. I guess I have so more many women duelists. We keep yeah. saying this. Yeah, this is this is feminism, by the way. Yeah. Um, should we just get into it? Let's just go. Cool. Sure. Uh, episode 42 in the sub is School Festival, Dark Magician Girl Invasion. Uh, for us in the dub, it is called, uh, season one, episode 42, Dual Monster Spirit Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. So we get this cold open of a dual spirit who is excited because... It's dual monster spirit day, and they finally get to like interact with people. Yeah. Uh, we don't see the dual spirit, but we'll get to see them soon. Uh, Maybe I missed that in the sub, which is possible. But I feel like we don't even get that much. What I remember is is a very vague, um, like image of a spirit coming out from like the well mm-hmm. or the stone or whatever. I don't know that we get any dialogue there. Okay. Uh, it it honestly just feels like they kind of chopped it off at the beginning of the episode to make it a cold open, like maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we we get the 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 intro, and then uh, we we see we see Dual Monster Spirit Day, and yeah, it's just yeah. it's like a Japanese festival. Uh, yeah, you know, people are dressed up. There's food stalls. I mean, it's like any festival, not just Japanese. Yeah. but Specifically, there's Japanese food and stuff being served. There's like um, go ahead food. There's like food themed around dual monsters. Yeah. Please, please tell me what the takoyaki was. Uh, Karibo, Karibo dumplings. dumplings. Yes. Karibo dumplings. Okay, cool. They're a little Great. hairy. <laughs> yeah, they're a little hairy. One of the girls says. Uh, they also get served a happy lover latte and Chthonian chai tea. By by the cute waiter. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um. Great. Um, every all three houses have their own separate traditions for okay. the school festival here. Um, oh, we get. We none start of that. off. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> so we start off with um, Obsidian 
uh, obsidious, uh, obelisk blue, <laughs> um, obelisk blue, uh, which has like, again, this, the very traditional sort of like Japanese school festival stuff with all the food stalls and like a waiter cafe slash maid cafe mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, and they, cause they have all the money to really go all out. And sorry, and they have they have like amusement park rides, like they have a whole shebang. Raw Yellow is the one who puts up all the food booths, mm-hmm. um, oh. actually, and um, and you actually get the girls who are eating the takoyaki actually like make a comment. It's like, oh wow, like Raw Yellow's thing isn't like that bad. And then all the way over in a little corner is uh, Osiris Red trying to finish putting together their uh uh their project which is uh a cosplay duel that is the actual words that they use for it mm-hmm. um oh and yeah uh and it has show is basically using like chalk a chalk liner like in for a baseball field mm-hmm. to set up <laughs> to set up uh uh, dual, f- dual field and runs right into Hayato's he paint. He eats shit. Yeah. Chumley yeah. is a very good artist, as it turns out. Yeah, holy uh, shit. He, he has, he's drawn Des Koala and Des Kangaroo looking he has, jacked as fuck. He has a very bright future as a furry commission artist. Oh Yeah, yeah. he oh, does. Yeah. He's gonna be drawing macro art in no time. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, Cyrus is like, wow, that looks great, Chumley. The only problem is that there's not enough Dark Magician Girl. I think you should put Dark Magician Girl on it. And he's like, uh, I could put it in the corner. And Cyrus insists, front and center, Dark Magician Girl. And Cyrus also firmly believes Dark Magician Girl is real. Uh, <laughs> we then get a bit of lore that Professor Banner has gone missing. Uh Oh yeah, we, yeah, kind we of a join... wild thing to just throw out like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he joins. We we pan up, so like Sho and Hayato are like preparing, and we pan up to the Debbie Downers, where like Judai, Asuka, Fubuki, Rio, and uh, Misawa are all like sulking on a staircase, um, <laughs> because uh, Dainoguchi uh, Sensei has gone missing. Uh, and Fabuki's <laughs> like, hey, yeah, I don't know. He sent me to hell, so not so sure about that one. And Judai's like, I-, I like him. He's like a little cat guy. He doesn't say that, but he- he's <laughs> like, I I trust Dinokuji. And Fabuki's like, okay. Yeah, and we get, yeah. We, we, we see Chaz. Uh, making cat noises, yeah. waving around one of those cat toys, uh, looking for Pharaoh. Uh, hopes that he hopes that if he finds Pharaoh, he'll find uh, uh, Professor Banner. I mean, it's not a, it's not the worst plan, but yeah, I've never I've never felt such kinship with a character. This is what I've been doing for the past week <laughs> <laughs> with my own my trying own to get new Fig cat. to come out from under the couch. Yes. Only with a with a tuna gogurt instead of a, a feather wand, but <laughs> and uh, w- uh, what was I about to say? Oh, Cyrus uh, wants someone to dress up as Dark Magician Girl. 
because she's on the poster and if somebody isn't dressed up as dark magician girl it'd be false advertising yeah yeah no time no time for uh worrying about catboy sensei we got waifus to worry about yeah and uh he suggests maybe alexis could do it but no alexis already has a plan so she has an idea and it turns out miss dorothy yeah do it uh, uh, she's had a, a dark magician girl costume for 10 years, and she loves doing it, and she looks great. We yeah. love Miss Dorothy here. Chumley's into MILFs. Yeah, uh, right. I have to say, before, uh, we, we, before we see Tomei-san in uh, the dark magician girl outfit, uh, there is a great line from Fubuki, uh, who's like, so, so Show is making his case that Asuka should be dark magician girl. Fubuki's like, Oh wait! I want to see my little sister cosplay. I had no idea that this was a tradition, uh, and, and everyone just sort of stuffs me. He's like, "Yeah, I've never um, come all the way down to Osiris Red for <laughs> uh, for a school festival." It's like, "All right, Mister, cannot sully my hands with uh, with lowbrow." Uh, I've, I've, uh, low I've never gallivanted low. among the peasants before. <laughs> it's what it comes off as it's so funny because he's not that pretentious a character but it's just like a really funny throwaway line yeah it's pretty wild and it is also strange that fucking what's his name in the dub alistair atticus atticus it's kind of wild that atticus is just like he's just hanging out now (laughs) he's just around he's Um, he's part of the crew now it's normal yeah yeah he's just acting normal it's fine um yeah so miss dorothy is gonna be dark magician girl of course all the all the boys are funny horrified uh, but uh, it turns out Alexis's plan was to dress up as Harpy Lady, and her yeah. cosplay is very, very good. And uh, Jazz and Mindy are going to be the other two Harpy Ladies, so they can be yeah. like the sisters. Uh, oh, that's funny. So yeah, in, <laughs> you go in, ahead. Before yeah, just just quickly before you get to uh, Manjame's incredible look for this episode, uh, <laughs> uh, the. She's gonna get her her friends to do it, but she said she's gonna get her friends to do it to be the Harvey sisters. But in the sub, she's like, "But I approached them and they ran away from me." Oh no! Oh, <laughs> about it. So uh, like they're like, she's like, "So I guess I'm just gonna be a Harvey lady on my own." Well, that sucks. Aww. Yeah, we didn't get any of the, we didn't get that at the dub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we do get Chumley being scared because he saw she was a real Harvey lady. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> So, Jaden's got to decide on a costume, so he looks at all these different sets he's he's collected, and he decides, I'm just going to put on one of everything, and that'll be my costume. It comes out <laughs> looking like an MMO character, just geared for armor, just got the, the highest defense value stuff he could find off the ground. Yeah. Free, free up to level 60. Hell yeah. So, yeah, he is wearing, and uh, I was able to s- clock most of this, but there were a couple pieces I couldn't figure out, so I, I just looked it up. Uh, he is wearing the hat of Soggy the Dark Clown, the bodysuit of Breaker the Magical Warrior, the boots of Makiora the Destructor, the shoulder pads of Celtic Guardian, and the shield of Gearfried the Iron Knight. And it's... my axe. <laughs> yes. And he looks like a clown. Yeah. Uh, and not Leo... soggy to Darth Clown. Yeah, not, not got... soggy specifically. Just <laughs> just a funny clown. Uh, it, it's got some real Aang in his airbender armor energy. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Chaz 
his incredible <laughs> costume. He is the XYZ Dragon Cannon. Yeah, holy and shit. It's it's a gigantic outfit. He can barely walk in it. Uh it's They're incredible. Hydraulics. And he yeah. is walking. It doesn't have working treads or anything. Does, uh, does the dub include his giant dragon dick? Uh Excuse let me? me go back and check. Yeah, let, let's <laughs> can, can we get a censorship check? Meanwhile, as as you are as you are doing that, um, uh, regardless, as as he enters the premises, the Ojamas are hyping him up. They're yeah. these constant hype men. They're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> you look so good, Aniki." I have good news. He has the dragon dick. Woohoo! Big W for the four kids crowd. Wonderful. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's just too big to censor. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> oh my god! Remember fucking Zork? They yeah, when they censored his <laughs> giant hog. Why make it get just a giant flesh wing? <laughs> um, yeah. So everyone's all dressed up, and uh, Fubuki sees Asuka, and he's like, "Oh wow, you look so cute!" And he like brings out a camera, and Asuka's like, "What are you doing with that?" He's like. I thought I would just take a photo for your fan club and Oscar's like I'm going to kill you (laughs) and uh, they have like a funny little like sibling tag thing where Fubuki like tries to like takes her photo and then like they chase each other and I love how like immediately for both Fubuki and Ryo who are like introduced as these big mysterious like incredibly good duelists um, who haven't ever lost really um that they are their mystique is immediately removed from them yeah uh there's this bit i in the dub they change it slightly it's not her fan club she's gonna show he's gonna show it to all like their family members uh that he talks about mom and dad their uncle and aunt uh their cousin cousin. yeah yeah Yeah, this is kind of what i mean when i say it's just like oh he's just this is normal now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just a, a little guy. He's just he's a little guy. That's his birthday. Guy. Yeah. Uh, also, Alexis compliments uh, Chaz's costume. And yeah. he blushes. And he's like, oh, purple hair and pointy, ha- pointy ears. My one weakness. Chaz loves anime elves. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's actually thinking to himself as he approaches her. He's like, damn, I should have brought my camera. But then Fubuki takes her photo and he's like... Fubuki senpai, I owe you a great debt. <laughs> and like starts crying in his costume. Jesus. Oh. Uh. So they're they're looking around for uh, volunteers to duel, uh, in the in the costume thing. And despite all the people in costumes, nobody wants to do it. Um, until Dark Magician I mean, Ju- Girl steps up. Judai yeah. wants to do it. To be very clear, Judai is immediately, I am going yeah, to do this. Yeah, of course, Jaden wants to do it. Uh, Chaz can't do it because he's one of the, like, announcers. Oh um, my god! In the, okay, in the sub, Manjame's like, he's like, Manjame, are you gonna duel me? He's like, what kind of idiot are you? Look at what I'm wearing. I can't move in this. I can't <laughs> oh. duel in this. That, I think that's also in there. It's great. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it probably is. It's, uh, uh, um... Yeah, no, none of the other goons that are here want to duel, uh, but so, someone comes up, a stranger, somebody nobody's ever seen before. It's Dark Magician Girl. Yeah. And everybody immediately falls in love with her. 
and like, her uh like weird technology filter voice and the angelic music that plays every time the camera cuts to her. Like the best the best dark magician girl cosplayer you've ever seen. It is so okay. So like as a side note here, I I know I know it's not literally mana, but the idea of like mana escaping the afterlife to take part in a school festival is hilarious yeah that's that's what i I was thinking about that this whole fucking time like is this mana that like is it who knows Um, it kind of is she certainly acts like mana i mean she's dark magician girl so it it is literally mana's spirit yeah but I don't know. The idea of Mana being like, I, I'm gonna, like, peace out from death real quick just to take part in this, like, school festival is so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. She, she heard about, she overheard, uh, during one of their many duels, Kaiba and Atem talking about the Duel Academy and the festival, and she's like, I gotta get in on this. Yeah! Sounds pretty cool. They got Karibo dumplings? Holy shit. Fuck! I never knew um, Seth was this cool. She like makes fun of Seth in the afterlife. I'm sure, being like, oh, "Why is your Why is your reincarnation so much cooler than you?" Uh, I do want to point out there is one person in a wing Karibo costume in the crowd. Just absolutely like picture perfect. They are just a wing Karibo. That's so. Good. They're fucking gigantic. Because it's a person in there. Yeah. Fucking mascot suit. That one. Um. Oh, also, like, right Bastion after... Bastion has a, a cool, like, uh, I think it's, like, Drunken Tiger or something, his costume. Yeah, he, no, he's, he's literally Amazonas Tiger. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, he's yeah. Amazonas Tiger. Oh, that's I even get, better. Yeah, he's got the scar. He, he's dressed up as his, his wife, um... Yeah, uh, he's dressed up as his wife. Uh, <laughs> he's got shit. a fucking, he's got little whiskers... Uh, yeah, like he's got. It's not like a full tiger like mascot head. He's got like the like the the fur around the head and yeah. with the ears, but then he's got just face paint on. He's yeah. he's he's dressed up as his tiger lady wife, who he legally married. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's just how weddings there. go in in this world. So uh, <laughs> so show is show introduces both dark magician girl and um, Judai. To uh, there's a couple great moments in here. One is um, so he introduced. He's like the unknown in this corner, like the unknown dual monster, because he's like, dude, I have no idea what you're wearing. Um, it's like, yeah, it's him, and Judai gets booed out. Uh, yeah. Completely booed out. He gets last place in masquerade because everyone hates his um mismatching outfit and he gets really pissed about it he's like none of you people have taste and also i can't yeah. do this stuff anyway so i'm gonna take it off and he's like really upset about it yeah i'm just trying to be creative you know everybody's calling him a fucking clown and like you look like yeah. shit like even like Chaz and cyrus are doing it cyrus says he l- looks less like a dual monster and more like a dual montage oh yeah pretty funny uh, also cyrus has a big giant bow tie on yeah that's it uh it's this is basically a cup of greed match. This is this is like the closest we've ever gotten to WWE, literal WWE. Um, and and like as as the best part is like as show announces 
like Judai, <laughs> Manjame behind him, like like shows like and just appearing is this new person. And Manjame's like, what are you talking about? He's been here the entire time. And then, <laughs> yeah. and that shows like, and now suddenly appearing, it's Black Magician Girl. And G- Manjame's like, no, she was also here the entire time. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? And it's like shows like he doesn't say this literally, but it's like, have you never heard of kayfabe? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Uh, Chaz is not just one of the commentators, he is the commentary booth. Like, Cyrus is just sitting on his costume, yeah. like, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's, kind of, it's pretty cute, like, I like it. Dummy. Uh, he's just, like, seated in between the two, like, bleachers of spectators, and he has a, a little, like, microphone clip to his face. And they duel! Yeah, they start dueling. Uh, Dark Magician Girl has, like, all these, like, lady magic user cards. Uh... And Jaden drops a new he- hero. Uh, it's Steam Healer. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is the fusion of Burstinatrix and uh, Bubble Man. Mm-hmm. He is called Bubble Man, right? Yeah, Bubble yes. Man. Okay, I-, I was saying, I was saying Bubble Man. I was like, surely not. That's a Mega Man Two <laughs> boss, but no, it's also the name of one of the elemental heroes. Okay, um, and yeah, Steam Healer is pretty cool. Like a big chunky dude shoots steam, of course. And whenever it kills a monster, it heals Jaden for yeah. the attack points of the monster it killed. Yeah. Uh, like, pretty early on, Jaden's got, like, more than the average amount of, like, life points. They have to, like, yes. change the bar to I'm show it. larger than the average duelist. Hey. <laughs> what so, a broken, broken archetype. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dark Magician Girl uses, like, this new upgraded version of herself called Magician's Valkyria. Wait, she's is fucking cool. Yeah, she's like the cooler dark magician girl. Uh, I, I feel like it. Maybe she was used in dual monsters. I can't remember. I don't remember. Uh, but she, magician's she Valkyria basically just protects others, like uh, sp- yeah. spellcaster monsters that are on yeah. the field. Yeah. Uh, Bastion and Zane, while watching this, are like, something's up here. The only person who ever had. A Dark Magician Girl card was Yugi, and I don't know who this is. News to I, me. She doesn't even go here. Uh, <laughs> doesn't even go here. Everyone in the crowd is simping for Dark Magician oh, Girl. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is what no pussy does to a whole school of motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, it is unreal. Like, every time... Oh, God. I, I don't know how many notes you guys have on the duel itself, but... Uh, at, at one point, um, pretty quickly after this, Judai does get, like, a fairly significant upper hand. Yeah. And, uh, and again, immediately everyone is just like, you're so mean! Go easy on her! Yeah, and quit Judai's picking like, on the girl, the f- come on! Judai's like, what the fuck do you, go- all do you guys want from me? I literally, like, it is a lose-lose situation, and even, like, Manjame and Sho are just like, you're awful. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden hates to see a girl boss win. Even uh, even sure Dr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh even Dr. Crowley's getting in on it. Like he's wearing yeah. a headband before long and like fucking cheering for her as well. I So I basically forgot. everybody except for like Zane and Bastion are are just like simping extremely hard for dark magician girl that's how you and know Jayden, they're gay <laughs> uh, you got me there 
Uh, and then, um, at, at, like, towards the end of the duel, um, it looks like Dark Magician Girl might be able to turn it around, and they have, um, a countdown to her attack, um, and there's, like, a really cute part here where, like, they're counting down, and, uh, Manjame goes, each knee Sanda! Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's cute. Uh, which I, I did want to point out. That's my last note for the duel itself. Uh, yeah. There's also one point where Cyrus and Chaz are talking, and then like we get a screen transition where like a, a a line goes down the middle, and the screen splits, and Dark Magician Girl, you know, starts talking. Like pretty standard, you know, transition stuff. But Chaz and Cyrus react to this, which is not a gag that they've ever done before. Huh. Oh, um, oh, that's which fun. like it's like fine, you know. It, it's it's a pretty standard like gag. It, it's not especially funny, but it's like. It's it it feels very strange coming from this show, this series, because they they don't usually kind of break the fourth wall in that sort of way. Right. Jaden wins, and everyone's sad that she lost. But Dark Magician Girl says it's still good. I I'm just glad to have met all of my fans. Uh. Yeah. She disappears. Nobody yeah. sees her again. Yeah, and later that evening. Uh, Cyrus is, like, thinking happily because watching that duel reminded him how fun dueling is. After all, yeah, like, this, uh, save the world stuff that's been going on. He really wants to find Dark Magician Girl. He's posting on Craigslist, uh, you know, the misconnections board. Like, please, you know, me, I'm, I'm M- 4'2", glasses, blue hair. Yeah, you. M-, M for DM. Yeah. Male for, for duel monster. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the spirit of Dark Magician Girl shows up and kisses Cyrus. Uh, Cyrus gets his first kiss. I think it's the first time he's like seen or like sensed a dual spirit outside of like you know the the situations where everybody saw them too. Right? right? Yeah. This is right. this is show getting uh like shot with his stand arrow. I guess. I guess yeah. that like. He gets a kiss from uh, Black Magician Girl, and he he in the sub even he has a moment where he's like, maybe that was just a dream. Like I'm not sure if it was real or not, but um, no matter what, it was fantastic. And like, well, then Jaden the comes sub- up and he's like, well, I saw it too, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, and, well, even even when Judai says that, he was like, no matter what, it was it it was. It was wonderful, and he's just like really simply happy. Yeah, it's the simple yeah. pleasures, you know. Does that count as my first kiss if it was from a dual monsters card, <laughs> dual spirit? And that's the yeah, first that's episode. the end of the episode. Do we want to yeah. do we want to do a Queens of Games? I can yeah, we can do one. Queens of Games. Yeah, we can get this out of the way quick. Yeah. playing a couple games and this one i haven't touched in a week but will be touching soon be playing more of it uh metal gear solid 2 nice Uh, i'm playing the (laughs) hd collection version uh it's always been a dream of mine for several years 
to play Metal Gear Solid 2 and to beat it on April 30th. Uh, I've played through the tanker section, a snake. Uh, I got to Raiden. Uh, I haven't touched it since because I'm worried about getting through it too fast, but it's uh, the 16th as of this recording, so I think I'll probably uh, do more of it soon. That's it for me. Oh, yeah, it is really neat. Uh, the gunplay... The gameplay is a little weird. Like, this is 2001, so, like, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, third-person uh, shooting controls are haven't been really codified yet, so... Like, you have to press R1 to, zoom, to like, go to first person, and... Yeah. And, like, aiming your gun is a separate button. Uh, yeah, the Metal Gear Solid controls weren't remotely, like, normal. You know, what we would consider right. normal until, like, Peace Walker. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it doesn't help. It doesn't help that they like change dramatically with every game, but um Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're pretty similar between 2 and 3 at least. Um I guess. I, I actually haven't played 3. <laughs> it's also very satisfying to hold up guards once I got the hang of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty fun feature that they don't really have in like any other stealth game. I like the way Raiden flips. Oh yeah, the flips are great. <laughs> press 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 X to gymnastics. Love that for him. Mm-hmm. Audrey? Yeah, sure. I can go. Uh I just finished playing uh Borderlands, uh mm-hmm. which had like the easiest final boss oh, in yeah. living memory. Yeah, <laughs> they like, <laughs> they super nerfed it for the re-release. I, I guess so, because I was like, I just, I literally just stood there and shot it until I was out of bullets for one gun, and then I switched to my next gun, which they'd also, you know, in the lead up to the final boss, they give you the most insane guns as loot. Like, that mm-hmm. final section had, had so, had, like, markably improved guns from anything else I'd been using, um, and, like, a lot of them, uh... So I ran out of bullets of one gun, switched to my next one, and got, like, a third of the way through the clip on that, and it was dead. I literally didn't change spots once. I I think racks were trying to attack me. They never broke through my shield. And, uh, yeah, it was very easy. But it was a fun game. Really fun game. Um, I have two, and I have the pre-sequel. So I will probably be playing those pretty soon. But, uh, as per usual, after I finish a new game, I tend to go back and replay um, an older game. And, uh, I have been, unfortunately, <laughs> replaying L.A. Noir, mm-hmm. which is oh, not, yeah. like, it has not aged super well, I gotta admit. Yeah. Uh, but, whatever, it's fine. The only distressing thing about, the really distressing thing about it is that, uh, Cole Phelps looks exactly like my therapist. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, really distressing, uh, while playing this, but, like, whatever, it's fine. Uh, that's what I've been doing. Argyle. Oh, and actually, before we go over to Argyle, uh, just following up from Dan, I have also been, I literally, right before recording this, I was in the middle of a MGS2 fic, so, reading an MGS2 fic, so, (laughs) woo! Uh, that's what we were talking about before we hit record. Uh, Argyle. Uh, it's just been more of the same for me, just more Monster Hunter, baby. Um, so, I mean, I don't need to talk more about it. I haven't really made any progress, honestly, since last time we recorded. So, <laughs> it's still a good game, though. It's still a good game. This is uh, this so. is like 
the third night in a row that we're recording. Or it's not because we didn't record last night, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is the middle of the show, so before we go back to episodes, yeah. I want to give a shout out to our $10 patrons uh, on Patreon, and they are as follows. Sarvis, Boo Boo Hakusho, Nero Wyvern, Haunting the Morgue, Jazz Dumpster, uh, and, oh, I missed Elvir. I'm sorry. Episode 43 in the sub is Second Chance at Asuka's Love. Episode 44? 44? 43? 43. 43. 43. Uh, hearts are wild. Fuck, buddy, they sure are. Uh... So, what happens in Boat Vegas stays in Boat Vegas. Yes. Uh, we open up on a gambling cruise ship that is uh, a casino a casino boat that is, I guess, off the shore of Dual Academia because why wouldn't it be? Um, yeah, they are they are playing normal gamble games, which yeah, they're just playing I, like poker. It looks like. Yeah, poker, blackjack, there are slot machines, um, and there's, uh, it opens up a, a two, a two player game of poker, uh, which is always the best way to play poker, I guess, um, and the first, and the one guy there is like, I have a, a straight flush, I don't think you're gonna get any better than that, and he takes the whole pot. The other guy's like, hey, not so fast. Reveals his hand. It's a royal flush. Wow. Yeah. And I want to say in the dub, oh, this yeah. guy has the most gratuitous French accent. Oh, my God. Uh, and they have stepped it o- up over, like, previous accents. He's even saying, like, French words. He'll say, like, you know, you know, sentence fragments in French. He, oh he's he, they They went all out on this guy. He is... He, you know what? He wants what Sub Chronos has. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking as soon as I heard this, I was like, "Why the fuck they they robbed us of Italian, you know, Doctor Crowler, but they gave us this guy just being so French." So he's like out looking out on on the ocean, and his competitor from before comes by and he says, "You know, you see that island over there? Uh, if you go there, the the best duelists in the." in the world can challenge you it's like it's an elite dueling academy and he's like all right and he jet skis off uh to go to that island yeah the guy Uh, looks away for like five seconds and when he looks back the the gambler is just just fucking jetting off on a ski do yeah got a jet (laughs) Jaden and alexis are meeting up They're, they're just they're just talking you know it's nice they they're just like hey you know things have been kind of stressful lately i just wanted to like unwind and maybe have somebody to talk to and then they're like oh yeah also dr banner's missing still yeah 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 and once again judai's like man i miss catboy sensei i'm sure he would have (laughs) a cute i'm sure he would meow for for entertainment if like he were so here i miss that and oscar's like again Sent my brother to hell. And Judai's yeah. like, probably he had a good reason. I believe in him. And Asuka's like, okay. I'm sure we'll see him again. I wonder if that's him on the ski down there. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, the gambler gets to uh, the sort of like chancellor office in Dual Academy. Commander Shepard's office. Yeah, he's in Commander Shepard's office. Uh, Dr. Crowler is there. And like he's basically he's trying very hard to get them. He's trying to arrange a duel with Alexis. Hello, I am French. I demand a duel with your top-notch duelist, Alexis Rhodes. Oh, yeah, that's very My nom de voyage is uh, the gambler you may know me as. Okay, so that's very, very different uh, Mm -hmm. than in the sub. Uh, In the sub, he's he's like, it's not too late to hire me. Uh, Oh, like it's not it's not too late to hire me. I know uh, like he's like I know about the seven stars and like Commander Shepard's like I I don't know about the seven stars and he's like yes you do. <laughs> and I know that like I'm sure that some of them have been defeated already. Give me like the cha- like hire me to take the place of one of them. And Cronus is like who the f- like who are you? Who do you think you are coming in here and demanding these things? And he takes out he takes out a business card. Yeah. And he hands it to Cronus. And it, it says, free gambler, the boy. It says Kenny what? Rogers, the gambler on it. <laughs> yeah. On the other... Uh, we we get none of that in the dub, which, you know, that does explain something that Alexis says later. But yeah, here he's just like, yeah, I want to duel Alexis Rhodes. Could you please show me to her? Uh, and they're like, no, that's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, and he's like, oh, I've got some very powerful friends that could, like, sink this school, you know, yeah. if I if I wanted to. In the in the sub, he has no idea Asuka's there. Huh. Huh. Uh, the, at the school. He had no idea. Right. Okay. Huh. Which, is wh- which is why, so uh, everyone, anyway, as he's going on and, like, to- talking about all this, like, first show sees him, like, outside the hallway and, like, presses up against the door to listen. And then, like, Hayato also... <laughs> oh, and there's this great moment where, like, the door opens and you hear the door open. Yeah. And they all turn around and, like, all, like, Kronos, Kronos Shepard and, uh, and the boy all turn around and <laughs> looks at the door and the, the door's just empty. And this keeps happening as everyone approaches and, like, tries to go in, but, like, sees them and then presses up against the back of the door. Yeah, there's, like, an entire horde of Slifer Reds. Why are they here? <laughs> Eventually, Judai and Asuka um, also, uh, I think they wanted to talk, uh, I think they were specifically going to talk about Daido Dokuji. Um, yeah. And, and how he's missing. But they, like, see see all these guys outside the door, and they're like, what's wrong with you guys? And it shows, like, there's this, like, really weird guy in there with Kronos and uh, the principal, and they're really scary, and we don't want to disturb them, but we do want to hear what they're talking about. Yeah. And, and Judai and Oscar are like, well, that's ridiculous. And they both open the door, and it's the same gag again. Yes. Where, where the door opens, and they all hear, and they all turn around, and by the time they've all turned around, Judai and Oscar are pressed up against the wall outside uh, because they they're too nervous. And Judai's like, "Woo, that guy's intense." And Oscar's like, "Oh fuck, oh yeah. shit, <laughs> like, this motherfucker." And Ju- yeah, Judai's like, "Oscar, yo, Oscar, what's wrong?" And she's like, mm. "Yeah." Uh, as negotiations tense, uh, Crowler like opens some doors, and a bunch of the like pair paramilitary duelists from before from way back when show up to basically arrest him yeah. uh, there's there's a great moment in this 
in this where where so yeah the boy's like i'm not leaving here until you make me like a a seven star duelist to fight and Cronus is like it has this line where it's like if you don't leave i will remove you by force and i'm like is this gay twink about to throw hands (laughs) i really thought Cronus was about to throw hands but no he called him the paramilitary instead yeah you're about to get clowned on little boy uh, they try to, like, uh, apprehend him, but he, like, jumps up and starts throwing razor-sharp cards at everyone. Yeah. We, have, we uh, haven't seen this shit since Duelist Kingdom. I miss card martial arts! Yeah. They're all the Ace of Spades, by the way. Oh, my god, were they really? Yes. Oh I can't god. stand this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sucks. Um, And he throws some with such precision as to just cut dr crowley's pants off yeah and then alexis shows up and says you haven't grown up much have you pierre pierre yeah oscar uh, in the in the sub oscar has like it's like she's like oh enough and like goes in and uh his name is mitsuo he's like don't call me mitsuo i'm the boy he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't really, like, huff at being called Pierre at any point. It seems like he would, since he had this whole I am the gambler persona uh, going, but... Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of dropped at that point, and they just call him Pierre. And she's like, you're here, you're probably here for something valuable, like this key I've got on my neck. Uh, and I want something, you stole something from me before, and I want it back, so let's duel for it. Yeah, like I said, she mentions the key, which... He is not brought up up to this point yeah. in the dub. So it's just this complete non sequitur. Oh, where... yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that would be confusing. Yeah. Um, and I don't yeah. think he even says anything about it after that point. He's not like, oh, I'm going to get that key, or like, oh, that key looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to have it. It's no, just she, like... She yeah. she literally, she's like, she goes in and she's like, oh, you want to be one of the seven star duelists? Guess what? I am. If you win, I'll give you the right to take my place as a seven star duelist. Um, but uh, if if I win, then you have to give me the thing that's most important to you. It doesn't elaborate on what that thing is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, challenge accepted. Yeah, so we get a, we get a duel. It's... I mean, his his duel, is, his deck is like exactly what you would expect. He is a ripoff of Tony Bananas, famed <laughs> Cup of Creed competitor. See him in this year's <laughs> Cup of Creed as well. He's using like the goblin thing. He's got the coin toss stuff. Uh, he's got he's got these Playboy Bunny girls. Uh, yeah, so they're called in in the sub. They are called uh, where is it? Um, Gambler Angel Bunny. Yeah, that is um, the same thing in the dub. Yeah, or actually, I forget that the sub always uses the dub names in their cards, regardless. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's Gambler Angel Bunny, um, and there's a, there's a, the first time that she's summoned. Actually, is really funny because Show goes, "Oh, she's really cute," and Judai makes a comment to it. It's like, "Oh, so I see your loyalties to Dark Magician Girl aren't that strong." Yeah. And, the complete the emotion completely leaves leaves Cho's face. He's literally like colon colon L faced, and he just goes, "Of course they are." Like in the lowest flattest <laughs> thing, like of course they are. In, in the dub, he's like, "Oh, is Dark Magician Girl in the room? Is she here?" 
Is she watching me be horny for another card right now? He, he, yeah, he uses second coin toss, but literally every time he does, he has to use it, like, on every time, because he always fails the first time. Yeah. He's very bad at intuition. And as we know, luck is a skill you can develop in this show, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Gambler Angel Bunny has a special effect that is literally the move Payday from mm-hmm. Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Yes. Have, have <laughs> she- we mentioned... Have we mentioned Pierre has like a millennium coin? Uh, oh, it's yeah, it's got like the the yeah. the month, yeah. And I just yeah, she I just assume by... I just assume at this point that like post Kaiba taking over most of the known free market, uh, and his given his attachment to a tem, uh, that the millennium symbol becomes much more popular in uh pop culture right. than it was beforehand. Uh, yeah, she showers him and she, er, the Playboy Bunny, like, showers Alexis in Millennium Coins and she loses some life points. Uh, let's see. A thousand life points, to be exact. And, like, things are looking really bad for her, mm-hmm. but, like, it's a point, he's like, haha, you're gonna lose! And I'm gonna win! And she's like, wow, you haven't learned anything. You Basically, she doesn't say it word for word but like the the message is basically the same as like oh you're still a third rate duelist with a fourth rate deck uh and then it flashes back to when they were like in elementary school yeah uh he was this new kid uh they took him in uh they and he basically he was a rich kid and he would just gamble for all the other kids stuff uh usually with card games Usually with traditional card games. Uh, And he had, like, so much that he could just constantly bet more and more until he got the stuff. Uh, And she... She got fed up with this and challenged him to a a new game, Duel Monsters. Uh, She wins the duel. Uh, She, like... For, like, her auntie, she she offered up uh, a scarf her mom gave her, and uh, she does beat him, but he just steals the scarf anyways and runs. And then, then afterwards, she as as also explains, he transferred out of the school again, so she never got the chance to replay him and get her scarf back. Huh. Um, and she's like, that really meant a lot to me, and you just took it like it was nothing. Uh, and she gets, like, really passionate about how, um, little value he gave to the important items of other people, uh, and how, how dismissive he was of, of personal value, which was, like, interesting. Um, I do have a lot of questions, though, about him, mostly, like, why he looks like he's 26, if he's the exact same age as Oscar, and why he's, like, gambling for a career, if he's six, if he again, if he's sixteen, how is this happening? I have a lot of questions. Well, he, well that's why he does it on a cruise ship. It's international waters. There's, there's no laws there, baby. He can do it that's at right. any age. Especially the waters off of uh, Domino City, which I assume this is uh, where Dual Academia is. We know that's a lawless land. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so Oscar, Oscar basically does a combination that um, 
uh, summons a monster whose effect is removing all of the magic cards on the field. This is Cyber Prima, by the way, and Cyber Prima is real fucking cool. I like Cyber Prima a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she is is very cool. So Cyber Prima uh, has an effect that removes all the magic cards that are on the field, which includes uh, the boys. uh, Second coin toss. Second coin toss. And um, he also has a fairy box on the field. That's a trap card, though, so it doesn't remove that. Right, so right, so it doesn't remove that, but for anyone who doesn't know what Fairy Box does, basically you flip a coin, and if you um, guess correctly, then when a monster attacks um, uh, uh, from your opponent, uh, that monster's attack points are reduced to zero for that turn. Um, it does cost 500 life points at the beginning of every turn to keep in motion. It is a continuous trap. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... It's very the, good. That's... Yeah, it's it fairy box is very good. Um so uh Cyber um sorry, Cyber Prima, right? Yes. Cyber Prima. Yeah, Cyber Prima has 2300 attack points. Um one of the cards that uh this this like dealer card that um, Sand Gambler. Sand Gambler um that was summoned on um on the boy's side has 300 attack points and uh he has he has 2000 life points left so oscar just looks at him and goes so like what about it like i'm gonna attack and if i if the attack goes through then you lose and he's like well i still have fairy box and oscar just looks at him and goes do you feel confident though that you'll be able to guess correctly because you haven't once so far on the first time. You've already yeah, always needed exactly. that second. Yeah. You've always needed that second guess. And she attacks and he does guess incorrectly and he loses. And the Sand Gambler looks a lot like Pierre, but without yes. the glasses and the white jacket. So when at first when Cyber Prima attacked Sand Gambler and he shattered into a million pieces, I thought that was Pierre shattering into a million pieces. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? What just happened? And... Uh, at the end of the duel, my, my favorite part of this, this, like, great moment from Asuka is, at the end of it, she basically was like, you, because you are rich, you could afford to gamble big over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and, like, it, it was no, it was no skin off your back, but you should know, even you should realize that you can't win every time, and... And that some of your gambles are going to fail. And that's why you lost. And he looks at her and goes, well, you attacking me was a gamble as well. If you had, you know, if I had had succeeded, like, you would have lost. And her response to that was, was, um, was, no, I wasn't just taking wild chances. I used strategy to plan ahead and reduce your chance of success. Rip to you, but I'm different. Yeah, uh, and then he he says, but wait, I love you, Alexis. You're bad at flirting, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I've loved you this whole time. Uh, I read a book that said negging worked. I have loved you this whole time, mon ami. If only you, you would have loved me back and would not have hated me for being an asshole. We, w- we could have been great together. Uh, but alas, and then he, he throws the scarf to her, and he's like, would you please, would, I, I, I will be off, but would you come with me? 
And she she just literally she's just like no, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. Sorry, not sorry. Um, Are you out of your fucking mind? Absolutely not. Uh, that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, Jaden says, uh, you know, bon voyage. That's French, right? Yeah. And Sayonara. That's also French, right? Oh my god. My no. Okay. The funniest. What he says is like, man, the boy. I would love to duel you. Call me. <laughs> and everyone just was like you fucking just groaning moron. at his shit yeah. <laughs> like, and, and the boy like Mitsuo is just like Ugh, like has like this like like disgusted face uh, expression on his face when Judai says it it's so funny mm-hmm. he's so oblivious that's and, the end of the episode yeah yeah kind of kind of fun set of episodes you know like uh I, I, I'll admit I am getting like a little fatigued with the Shadow Rider stuff. I just don't think it's very like I don't know. It doesn't really have its hooks in me, so it's kind of nice to just have I don't know a little bit of fun filler uh, nonsense on the side. Yeah, it's not very cash money of you, Argyle. It's not very cash money of me. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was looking more forward to. The first episode, just because I knew it was like this, uh, this like goofy cosplay episode, and it was fun. I liked Chaz's stupid costume, uh, uh, but overall, it was all right. Um, these were these were underwhelming episodes after everything we've been going through for the past several weeks. So yeah, yeah, that that's fair. I I I can also I I could definitely see that perspective. Um. And I, I, I think I do want to, I think really mainly what I want to see going forward, I'm, I am interested in like what's going to happen with Dr. Banner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we? Oh yeah, both show. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you got a segment sh- first thing? Yeah, I've got another reading from Professor Thaddeus Hainos. Uh, this is some uh, dual academy correspondence course. Welcome. Welcome, one and all. My voice isn't what it used to be, but all I shall I shall do my greatest to teach you about the history of dual monsters with our final lesson on history. There are other lessons, just the history lesson. This will be on the test. Our final our final timeline lesson. Pharaoh's guardians battled Zork and fell one by one. Only guardian Seto escaped by going to the Shadow Realm. With the help of his friends, Yugi defeated Bakura. Pharaoh learned his true name, Atem, and once again defeated Zork. Yugi and Pharaoh saved the world, but then the two had to compete in a ritual to decide their destiny, to see if Yugi was ready to stand on his own. Yugi won, and Atem was free to leave Yugi and return to his fallen friends in the afterlife. That's it. Thank you, Professor. Thank you, Professor. You're welcome. Are, are, <sighs> you, gonna be, are you gonna be, like, putting on a study hall or anything? You know, I, I could really use as much help as possible before finals. Well... We'll be doing more lessons in the future. 
I'll be tell I've been I'll be going over all of the greatest duelists of that era and their greatest cards. Jeez, Argyle, we're living in the 21st century. All of the lessons are recorded. You can go back to them anytime you want. Yeah. Yeah, all, yeah, all the PowerPoints, they're up on the website. They're on Moodle. You can just look at them anytime you want. And there's, you know, there's a webcam footage of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Hainos. Farewell. Finals are inevitable. Death and paying taxes and also finals. The only mm. things that never end. Yeah. Uh, so let's read some questions. Yeah. Uh, oh, that is a thing we do. We didn't get any Twitter questions, I don't okay. believe. So we're good there. I'll just double check that now, but they weren't when we started recording. Yeah, no Twitter questions. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, we've got some statements on who the best anime girl is. Uh, we've got Hinata Hyuga, Winry Rockbell, Noi from Doro Hidoro. Uh, let me see if we've got a real... Okay. Uh, Stephen Morshmallon asks, I swear it's come up before, but which dual monster do you want to smooch? Uh, I would say, as I've, I think I've said before, but it is still Harpy Lady. I, I'm imagining the Kaffir Demon copy pasta, but it's with uh, Summon Skull. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Uh, I am going to go to a f go to a fair with him and share my first kiss, uh, and then I'll get straight to the fucking. Yes. <laughs> after uh, after your first kiss at the top of the Ferris wheel. God, that's such a good coffee pasta. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus! Oh, oh, let sorry. me let me think. I was gonna say Buster Blader, but he doesn't really have any lips. He's he's just got a kind of a blank face. Don't. Let that stop you. I'm in the Transformers fandom. Half those guys have face <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can still kiss Optimus Prime if you want to. Hell yeah, you can. Uh, now, to be fair, he's, his is a retractable battle mask, but we're not uh, going to get yeah, into that yeah, right now. I, okay, yes, I know. <laughs> uh, Yeah, sure, let's go with Buster Blader. I like Buster Blader a lot. Alright. Uh, Judas Priest asks, What was your first anime crush? Oh, by the way, that's number... One Edelgard stand near a wyvern. Uh, uh, mm. So I oh. actually, I actually looked up air dates for this to confirm what I believed, but I am ninety nine percent sure it was in fact Rio Bakura. Uh, <laughs> uh, when Dual Monster started airing in two thousand, uh, the only I looked up some dates for like tsunami shows as well and they and adult swim shows and they all started airing afterwards so i'm pretty sure uh rio was first but the only other potential candidate for this based on air date would be koshiro izumi or izzy from digimon adventure o2 oh hell yeah specifically uh, him in o2 not o1 because he's just right. like two feet tall in o1 right Gosh, I don't know if I really had any, but, like, if I had to guess, just based on what I watched as, you know, just a little kid, it's probably, like, Misty or May from Pokemon, or, like, or probably not Taya. Uh, I don't, I didn't really watch that much Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid. So, yeah, probably Misty or maybe May from, like, Ruby and Sapphire anime. 
this this question's a little weird for me just because I've get a, given a lot of thought to like furry cr crushes, but like most of the furry crushes I can think of are from Western cartoons. Uh, if I were to go with anime characters, it's a little harder to pick, but yeah, I can't I can't think of what my first one would have been. Uh, thinking about when I've watched it. Oh, oh. I guess if we're going with anime, maybe Meow from Space Dandy. I don't know. That might be too late. Oh, Meow. That might have been good. too far Meow. into adulthood. Uh, yeah. I mean, other other contenders for me that came a little bit later uh, included Kurama, uh, from Yu Hakusho, and um, and Hotaru, uh, Sailor uh, Saturn from Sailor Moon, um. But those those aired. I, I'm pretty sure Rio Bakura was the first to actually cross my eyes, um, and and for me to imprint on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I just didn't watch anime for a lot of yeah. uh, my childhood. That wasn't really the kind of kid I was. Um, so I, I don't even think the ones that I named I would classify as crushes. Really, yeah. right? Uh, um, we got. From Kirby the Cleric, um, <laughs> in which ways are TCG and CCG booster packs different from exploitative loot boxes and video games, and why should the European Union not ban industrial illusions through Kaiba Corp for tricking children out of their lunch money? In this essay, I will discuss. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if I'm laying out the case for Kaiba Corp... First of all, Bull 2 assumed that the EU exists in this world. Yeah, I mean, I think that Kaiba Corp could just feasibly pay the money to get them, you know, unbanned in the Euro or just not banned at all in the European Union. Um or just like she she's just like I I I will cut oh. off all 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 games trade to to Europe if you if you if you ban my my booster packs. And they're like, "No, we can't afford to not have card games in Europe because this is Yu-Gi-Oh world." And there that would crash our economy. I know exactly what happened. Uh, so, sometime between Dual Monsters and GX, there was a class action lawsuit against Industrial Illusions and Kaiba Corp for, uh, for the exploitative nature of uh, booster packs. And uh, in order to defend himself, Kaiba, acting as lawyer for both himself and Pegasus, uh, demonstrably proved that the heart of the cards was a real thing. Therefore, <laughs> it's not. It's just a matter of sheer skill. <laughs> it's just skill. Yeah, if you're just a good enough duelist, you'll draw the good cards every time. You, <laughs> yes, that is the answer. Oh my god, damn. Oh, we've cracked it wide open. Oh. Yeah. There's a part two to this question. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Um,. How many V-Bucks would it take to skip the lottery and guarantee a golden egg sandwich from the card shop? Uh, 20 bucks, I think. You can't. You, you, can't, you can't skip the lottery. In that case, you know, you wouldn't have learned, you wouldn't have grown. You would have cheated both the egg sandwich and yourself. Oh, right. You Shit. Mm. The only thing that matters is, is actually winning the game. Uh, so, yeah. 
the whole point of it is to get good at drawing cards, which is a skill that you could develop, right? I we, mean, we, just... we have seen the amount of money that Kaiba Corp has put into anti-cheating. Yeah, uh, they have fucking measures. satellites and shit to, to, that will fry you with a laser if you try to play a fake card in a game, so... Yeah, the egg, the egg sandwich, if not bought with legal lottery coins, will release cyanide. Very slowly into your system. There's a poison capsule, and if it yeah. detects that you cheated to get it, it'll burst yeah, open. Con connected to a microchip. Uh, you do. Uh, you consume and and, a, and on the Kaiba Corp global stage, their vast satellite array. They see you, and above you is a tag that says "marked for death." <laughs> They get Agent 47 to fucking kill you. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. Um, uh, following up, a great follow-up question to this. What is Kaiba's opinion on the free market? My man, Seto Kaiba, is the personification of libertarianism. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, he firmly believes in meritocracy and that he is living proof of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the state... He, he would like it to be small. The state should only exist to enforce his will as he sees. So, I mean, but also he should just be able to have his own private police and military if, you know, if he's able yeah. to, which he something, is. Something, something, anchor arms. I used to be a weenie, but then I won a chess game and now I am anchor inheritance. <laughs> something, something. Uh, friend of the show, Sonic Shuffle co-host. Morg, aka Eboy Kaiba, asks, "If you have the, if you had the resources, time, ability, etc., who would you cosplay as that you never have before?" Okay, so I actually do have an answer for this. Um, since I started reading it, um, I have really wanted to do um, a witch hat atelier cosplay, uh, mm. but. Those outfits, it is, uh, if you haven't read Witch Hat Atelier, first of all, it's an incredible series, um, and one of the most empathetic and interesting takes on, um, disability, um, in a world with magic, um, a lot oh. of the story, yeah, a lot of the story is about how, um, magic can be used to, um, even the late, the uh, playing field for disabled people of all different uh, types of disabilities, but how even in this world where like magic is this persistent thing, how few able-bodied people and able-minded people think to do so. Um, it's really fascinating, but uh, it is a gorgeously drawn manga, and the outfits are breathtakingly beautiful and i would love to do them but they are incredibly intricate and way beyond my skill as a seamstress and it's not an anime yet so it's not like i could even buy one if i yeah. really wanted to right like which i do all the time i'm not afraid to say it i buy cosplays all the time um so like that is that is if i had the time skill to like really put together a beautiful witch hat atelier cosplay i would absolutely do that Mm-hmm. Uh, I just... I was thinking about Meow from Space Dandy and unlocked some old memories of, like, some fursuiter managed to, like, rig up a convincing, like, 
Meow from Space Sandy Fursuit, and I guess I would go for that. Okay. Gosh, I can't... There's so few characters I would want to cosplay, because the thing about me is that, uh, just due to my own self-esteem issues and such, I would want to be a character where uh, all of my everything is completely covered, and I don't... I, I don't want anybody to be able to perceive me. So it's like, I would probably, I would be that guy that dresses up as winged Karibo. So I'm just like a big giant ball of hair with wings on and you can't, you can't see what I actually am underneath it. Um, so as far as that goes, um, Argyle, Argyle and I taking opposite approach to cosplay where he would like to be completely covered and I go as tits out as possible. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> Without getting arrested. God, so I, I don't I don't even know, like, um, what, what, what would be a good one for that? Just like... Anything like a, like a Master Chief or anything like that? Like oh, that has no, heavy wanna... armor or something? Uh, Blastoise, let's go for Blastoise. Blastoise, like yeah, Blastoise. that would be fun. Fuck yeah. Just uh, a big fucking blast toys. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for questions. Sure is. Yeah. The, the so... blast toys is wearing sunglasses, of course. Yeah. Alright. Uh, let's take it to a close. Um, I'm Dan. <sighs> you, can, you can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter, uh, at Bigger Challenge. You can find the other two podcasts I do, which are, uh, a, ah, tongue stuck, which are The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, we just yesterday recorded an episode on Sonic Underground, but that probably be, won't be up by the time you listen to this, so instead I'll go with the week before, which was... I believe Sonic X, another four kids classic. Uh, you can, and my other podcast is Strangers Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one shots. And we actually have have been uploading our campaign of of a uh, of interstitial where uh, I played the role of Cosmic Hiryu. Hell yeah. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And oh, uh, the Tuesday this goes up, or is it the week after? I don't remember. Uh, when this, Whenever this goes up, uh, I believe we should be talking about Happy 420 Xbox. Nice. Wahoo. Wahoo. Yeah, happy 420 Xbox. Fucking smoke it up. Yeah. Just blow some weed smoke directly into your Xbox. See what happens. Oh, and speaking of weed, uh, yeah. we recently <laughs> all appeared on an episode of Champs in oh the Making, God. a Pokemon ranking podcast uh, hosted by Riley Hopkins and others at the Orange Groves. You can visit that at the Orange Groves. Uh, look, uh, look up Champs in the Making. Uh, I have no idea when that episode's going to be up. I think they have a pretty significant backlog, so it might oh, be a while. Oh, shit, yeah. All right, well, you'll probably Keep... forget about this by the time it actually goes <laughs> up, but just a little hint. Listen to that podcast uh, anyways. Yeah, listen to the podcast. It's good. 
Uh, I haven't listened to it myself. I should. Uh, but when when you eventually get to my the episode we were on, I did in fact uh, get hit by an edible <laughs> just as we started recording. <laughs> it was it was an immaculate recording experience. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was the energy was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, it for you, Dan? That's it for me. Alright, I have been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It's called Kamarocho Radio. I host it with friend of the show, Jordan. Uh, we we talk about Yakuza. What else is there to say? We love it. Uh, that's it for me. Audrey. Uh, yeah, I am Audrey. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr and uh, Twitter at Optimum on uh optimum on prime which is my funny robot internet joke and i always mess it up and say the actual internet provider instead haha ha. um don't have any other projects at the moment that i'm working on that but uh very soon with argyle i'll be joining the roster of wow cool robot oh yeah i keep uh, forgetting to plug the oops <laughs> That's why I'm here. Uh, and uh, if you are interested in hearing some other criticism about anime, maybe some other things that are very cool, uh, you can follow at the reticulation. That is T H E R E T I C U L A T I O N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website I'm trying to launch with a good friend of mine that will be highlighting and spotlighting uh, LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. And we have been. Pot of Greed. Uh, you can follow us at Pot of Greedcast on Twitter, um, or, and you can listen to all of these episodes on the noisespace.xyz uh, network, which we are a part of. Uh, other shows on our network include projects that we've talked about here, uh, yes. such as Kamarocha Radio and the Sonic Shuffle, and many, many other good shows. Uh, that is, again, noisespace.xyz. Let's just um, mention one, yeah. uh, Slappers Only, which just put out a, <sighs> a very long episode about Monster Hunter Rise. So if you want to hear us, me, and five other people talk about Monster Hunter Rise, listen to that for two hours. And and if you like what you do here, you can support us and uh, more of this tomfoolery. Um, with patrons, who, uh, by going to our Patreon, that's Patreon slash Pot of Greed. Uh, and, uh, for our $5 patrons, uh, you get a shout out at the end of the episode, like Colton Crow, Joel Thomas, Noah Bennett, and Riley Hopkins, previously mentioned here. Yeah, and, uh, uh recent upgradey Keith. And you can also, if you want to talk to us and other listeners, people who enjoy the show and Yu-Gi-Oh! in general, you can go to Kaiba.online, that'll bring you... To our Discord server, where we hang out all the time. It's a pretty hopping place, you might say, if, you know, you have the lingo yeah. of someone from uh, approximately 50 years ago. Um, or, or I'm assuming another GX episode that we haven't gotten to yet. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Very possible. Uh, <laughs> and pretty soon we're going to be preparing for our annual Cup of Greed it's almost June, which means it's Yugi's, Yugi Moto's birthday. So we're going to be doing our Cup of Greed. Uh, I'm not going to... I mean, we won't say much about it right now, but prepare for it. You know, if, you, if you're interested in joining the Discord, that's where we're going to be organizing it. Uh, and signups will start in May. So you've, you've got a little bit of time if you're apprehensive. Yeah. Uh... Uh, and I think that's about it. That yeah, podcast. Yeah. 
I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna hold them, fold them, walk away, and run. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna put myself face down, but the problem is that I called that I was gonna put myself face up, so I actually fail, and uh, I end my podcast. I die in my sleep. <laughs> Peach. 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 <laughs>